Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence again this evening. Father, tonight I would like to communicate with you, speak with you, talk to you regarding a very interesting uh, parable that you've given us, Lord, about the leaven. It is one that a lot of people have a hard time understanding, Father. So I'd like to discuss it because it's about the parable of the kingdom of heaven is likened to <clears throat> the, it's likened to leaven. In Matthew thirteen thirty three, it says another parable he spoke to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which, is, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened. And in Luke thirteen twenty one, we know another story. It says, it is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leaven. Now, leaven is, in the Bible is interesting because it's always talking about sin and about the yeast that's rising up inside, the things that rise up inside of us that keep us from being without sin. So leaven is considering sin. And I've pondered this many times, and I have not understood it. And this evening when I was speaking with you, Lord, you, you gave this clarity to me, I believe. And I'd like to just present it because it's very important to the timing of the kingdom. It's saying that when the kingdom of heaven, why is it like the kingdom of heaven? Well, it's like the kingdom of heaven because it's a time when all of us come. It's a time when all of us have sin. And we see that very clearly in Luke 21, 34 to 36. You make it very clear, Lord, that all of us on the face of the earth are sinners. All of us. We're all caught in a snare. There's not one person that's not, according to your statement. Which means that it's time for the kingdom of heaven because all of us are filled with leaven. So this is a parable that you're speaking of. This is when the kingdom of heaven is coming. We should be looking for it. You told us in Job 24, 1 that we are always know the appointed times. If we know God, we'll know his appointed days. And it's very true. You tell us in the feasts that these are appointed times. And it's appointed time. You're always saying at the appointed time. And dear Lord, that's very important for us because you carry out even like the sacrifice of the Lord, the sacrificial lamb that you gave to the law and Moses. It was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon that they sacrificed the lambs. Everybody comes rushing in and sacrifices. And when they were trying to make more money, the priests make more profit, getting more offerings and so on, they made it come earlier, which is a sin. It started noon at the time of Jesus, and they were sacrificing. They were not supposed to start until 3. But it's believed that they started at noon. Which is interesting because that's sin. It's not the appointed time. It's not the appointed time that you blessed because that act of the sacrificial lamb was pointing to the time of the cross when Jesus would die on the cross for our sins. And Lord, that was marvelous of you to do this. But dear Lord, it shows us that our sin is that we profit. And you came into the temple and you even cast them out earlier in the week. You cast out the money changers and so on. But yet here the priests carrying out this sacrificial lamb early, not at the appointed time. Everything in the Bible, the feasts are always at an appointed time. That tells us that the sacrificial or the time when we're supposed to have a um, holy assembly, a sac assembly called unto you, call a holy assembly, we need to understand that we should do so in your appointed time. We better pay attention 
to when that is. And Lord, you told us that we are to gather our fruit in the summer or we will not have it in the fall. Lord, we'll run out. And Lord, you told us that the appointed time, like the time of the trumpets is Rosh Hashanah, the, the time of the holy convocation of the judgment of our sins is Yom Kippur. It's interesting, Lord, that you gave me this knowledge of the words to open to the world. You told me it was for all the people of the world in the end times. I didn't know what it was. At the time of age 12, you told me this, and I lived a, a sinner's life until you cornered me and I was able to understand the words because I had nothing else to do. And I sought after the kingdom. You put me where you, you, you said in a prophecy that you'd play a trick on me and it would be able to be able to work this out. And it was true. You put me where, dear Lord, guided me, dear Lord, and had the hand in these things. And dear Lord, I was able to come to this. But Lord, an interesting thing is you had me born on Yom Kippur. And Lord, it, it's Yom Kippur is the most critical time of judgment. It's the time that we're appointed to, dear Lord, because by the time of Yom Kippur, we must be clean, purified. If we're not purified at that time, we're in trouble. Lord, you're going to give us a time, as it says in Daniel 12, 9 and 10, you told us we would have a time where we would be what? We'd be purified, then we're going to be made white, and then we're going to be refined. There's a time for each one of those. Clearly, our being made white is the time of Passover next year. Time of Passover. We must be made white by that time because before that time, we must get rid of all the leaven in our lives. And you're telling us in this parable that the kingdom of heaven is coming at the time when the people are full of leaven. We say, oh, no, we're not full of leaven. But we keep the doctrines of the world. We keep the doctrines of man. We are not teaching your words in our churches, our schools, our universities. Nothing like that. We're allowing homosexuality, abortions. We're allowing idols to stand in our capitals. We're allowing obelisks to stand. We're allowing churches to dictate what we can say or not say. But if they teach the word of God, they call it an abomination. They said it was an abomination straight from the pits of hell, that the rider of the white horse was not the Antichrist. For Robert, 14 years into the day of the Lord, and people know we're in the time of the day of the Lord, and we know that the rapture is not coming now before that, as they preach for many years, and yet they will not admit their crime or their sin of teaching like that. But they're going to be judged by the words of God, John twelve forty eight, and they don't even know the words. They're not set apart from the world by truth, and they still chase after the leaders of the world, in direct violation of Revelation 18, 1 to 4. And they're not set apart from the world by your words, John 17, 17. And they do not understand what enables the people to be sanctified. We are not sanctified if we're caught in a snare. We have leaven. We must be cleansed from it. We must come out of it. So it's very clear that you are very correct in this parable. Even, dear Lord, you tell us in Ezekiel 38 that you put hooks in the jaws of Gog and the, the great heart. They're going to come out at a given time. And you said they will speak. What is the hooks? It means the words that are in their heart are going to be spoken at the right time. And they're going to come forth to do the works because they do the way of the words. They're going to say, do this. I remember in July 6, 2010, the queen spoke before the UN, Queen Elizabeth. And she's told to all the UN, the leaders of the nations, that it is now time to complete what I gave to us to do back in the first time I came in the 1950s. 
before them. And she's telling us that it's an in. And then she admitted, she said, it doesn't matter what they say now. What matters is what they're going to say in 55 years from now. I've told you about the idea, the understanding that they have told me in meetings that they're going to cause the reduction of life to be 45 years. But the Lord has said he's going to make it to be 120 years or 100 years, 120 so they're going in the wrong direction and dominion has been removed from them and their, their plan to bring the life expectancy down of the normal people to 45 years is not going to work. Their Georgia Guidestones where they put their, their goals in stone, which they have to do. They have to tell you what they're going to do. So they carved it into granite and placed it in Georgia Guidestones in Georgia. You know, interesting, Georgia's a peach state, right? Very interesting they'd put it in that state. Fruit to the kingdom. Fruit to the king. Remember we were supposed to watch the fig tree and eat the fruit of it. We stay with it. I just talked about that in the morning, night, today. But I wanted to cover this thing with the, the leaven because it's very important for us to understand this. This is a parable of timing. God is telling us when we see that we are all full of leaven. And I challenge you to look in your wallet, look at the currency that you have, and that currency says it has a pagan um, pyramid on it, which is the the symbolic of the firmament of the heavens. But God's firmament of the heavens, as I can testify because he took me there, is one solid piece. It is not made of rows of bricks. That is the way of man. They're building their own pyramid. And it's like the devil wants to rise up above the clouds, which is above the throne of God. He wants to take the place of God. He wants to take over the creation. He will not be able to do it unless he kills all of us. And that's the goal they have in Matthew 24, 21 to 22, and Mark 13, 19 to 20. It is time for us to wake up and realize that we have sin. It is time to realize that the Lord warned us in Hebrews 10, 24 to 31, that all of us who have sin, it's willful sin when we will not recognize it. When we go on with our doctrines and will not humble ourselves and will not listen to the Lord to come out from upon these leaders who he's taken the dominion away because we're now in the morning of the day of the Lord. And in the morning is the time when he's ready to give the dominion over to the upright. But we're not standing upright if we're caught in a snare, are we? The snare causes you to fall down. The snare causes us to be trapped. We cannot get to where God wants us to go. We got this leaven. And that pagan currency we have is fiat. Even that is wrong. We're not allowed to have usury in the world, and the fiat currency is usury. They've stolen the gold, and they've given us nothing for it. And they've given us licenses because, you know, they are above the licenses, and they have a divinity law that they keep that runs all other laws, which allows them to be above the law. In other words, they're divine. They cannot be held accountable by the courts of the world. That's the elite the families of the crown trust and those related to them and working for them that they give them these passes and causes them to be elite some of the judges in america are of this divinity law and they consider themselves to be the real people and all of us are like dead people walking before them that's why when you go into the court they make you say your name and so forth because it's a contract court it is not a common law court it is not of God. It is all illegal. The lawyers that represent you, the judges that try you, the prosecutors that try you, they are all, and even the jurors who participate, they are all walking in willful sin when we do this. Providing toxic food that destroys the people is part of the sins. 
providing vaccines that are lies and destroy, doing the climate change when it is absolutely being done by them. In other words, consider the fact that they've spent billions and billions and hundreds of billions and hundreds of billions on the chemtrails. And they, and they put copper isotopes and aluminum isotopes and all these particles up into the air to change the frequencies from the sun to cause and utilize these things to cause them to have these storms on the earth and seed the clouds and rest of it. They are causing the damage. They are causing our lungs to be filled with these particles. They are causing all this to happen to us. And then you have people like Al Gore saying, oh, if you don't do this, you are like a a Hitler. You're like a terrible person. No, Al Gore, you're not allowed that rule at this time because your dominion and authority was removed beginning with the winter of this year. And you no longer have authority to claim and go out there and speak this climate change. You must understand that you're now going to be judged by the words of God in John 12:48, because we're in the morning of the day of the Lord and only the upright. And you're not upright. You're walking in the way of the world, chasing these leaders of the world who you know, being a vice president of this country, you know what the goal of their company is. And I can testify to that. These leaders know that the goal is to bring all the people and to remove 7 billion people on this earth. That is the outline goal of it. They want to only leave 6 to 30 million. And these people know it, but they think they're going to be saved. But I tell you something, the devil is a liar and a cheat. He will get rid of all these that help them. They'll get rid of them because they don't want them in their families. They don't want them in the kingdom, their kingdom. But God is going to destroy them and kick them out of the, the kingdom of earth. He's going to kick them into the pit. And so they need to understand. They need to repent and come out from it. The Lord told us, that all those who call upon his name, no matter what you've done, you've got a little bit of time, a little bit of time. You must get the words in the summertime to collect the food. The food is the word of God, understanding what it does, understanding what bread does, all these things, what it does. Because it said three, levers, three measures of meal. What is that? It's the, you know, you separate the light and the dark as the first spirit. And the second spirit is the words of wisdom. The third spirit is the words of understanding. But if it's all leaven, means you don't have. You're not separated from the world. You're still in the darkness. You're in the night. You don't have the words of God's wisdom. You have the words of the mouth of the dragon. And you don't have the understanding of the good works of God. You have the understanding of the doctrines of men, and you're doing the evil works. A grocery store is selling the pagan food, the toxic food. And, and then the congressmen and people like that trying to get rid of herbs that are for the service of man according to the scriptures. Doing all these things is evil. That's the leaven of this world and of the people as he tells you in Revelation seventeen fifteen, the waters that brought the harlot into place are all the peoples, the nations, the multitudes, and their languages, their tongues. That is all the people. That's Luke 21, 34 to 36. All the people are filled with leaven. We must repent. We must come out of it. Turn to the Lord. He will cause us to know his words. And then we will not be of the leaven. We will begin to be purified was sanctified, made holy by the entrance of his words that only come with the full measure of his spirit in them, which is John 3.34. Let us think on this tonight. Let us understand what the leaven is and understand we are filled with leaven even though we don't think we are. We can be the prophet speaking the words of God and we're lawless because we do not understand what makes us filled with leaven. We're still chasing the way of the world and not teaching his words, not telling the people of the judgment that's at hand, not understanding that these people do not know the words that they're going to be judged by. And therefore, they're going to go off into destruction because they're lukewarm. He said they're going to spit them out of his mouth. They're not hot. You've got to be hot. You've got to be zealous for the knowledge of truth. 
not for vengeance, but for righteousness. The sun is coming as a heat wave, and that's the sun of righteousness has already ridden, risen, and he's waiting for us to come out and receive the truth. Lord, I pray you'll be with the people and help them to understand, dear Lord, we are filled with love, and we must come out from it. We praise your name and help us that we might be purified so that we can then go on, be made white by next Passover. Dear Lord, it's time sequence in all this. There are appointed times, and they're appointing to this very time when we're to bring forth the kingdom of God. We must be first purified, then we must be made white, and then we must be refined so that we can enable the good works to bring forth the knowledge of the glory of the Lord till it covers the earth so that we can be made spotless and ready for the rapture that should come in the midst of the morning, which is less than about 39 months from now. Lord, let's just, Lord, we need your help. Lord, please bring us to truth. Guide us, dear Lord, out of the world and into your kingdom. Let the people understand this is not hard to do. It's simple. You will deliver us from this evil if we will listen to you. And dear Lord, you said if we would believe in the, the words of your voice and believe on the promises of the Father, the good works the Father prepared from the foundations of the world that these words enable, that are higher, these words are higher than ours they're, because they're of the thoughts of God and the ways of God, which is higher than man's. They're simple words in the English language, but they're mighty words in the kingdom of heaven. Lord, I pray that people will understand this great truth and turn to come out to you, Lord, and you'll guide them in understanding all these things. Because, Lord, you told them in Luke 24, 44, and 45, if they will receive your spirit, if they will ask for your spirit to guide them into this knowledge, Lord, you said to the disciples who had walked with you three and a half years who didn't get it yet, but you paid the price for your blood so you could open it to them. Lord, you, you can open it to the people now if they will listen. And, Lord, if they will turn to you, you will open your words to them, and then you'll be able to make them understand the scriptures just like the disciples. Lord, we praise your name. We ask, Lord, that these people understand that those whom the knowledge of truth comes, they're your disciples. Those whom the word comes, they are like little gods, sons of God. And it's the time for the rising of the sons of God so that we can bring forth the knowledge of the glory of the earth, overcome this beast's kingdom, and bring forth the praise and the glory of your kingdom. Because it's time. We're in the morning. You're reigning. The world leaders are not reigning. They're only holding positions that we allow them to do. It's sin for us in the morning of the day of the Lord to allow these leaders to rule dear lord you'll give us the power just like you gave to the to, to moses and and to, to overcome this if we will just listen to you and come to you lord they will have no power over us because your word will bring us out lord we pray dear lord you'll, you'll help us to understand these things lord you'll drive them far away as you said in joel 2 uh joel 2 um 12 to 20 and verse 20 lord we thank you for that and, Lord, you said that all of would call upon your name, which is the word of God. They must understand your name is the word, Revelation 19, 11, and 13. They do not understand that name. In verse 13, you tell us that in Revelation 19. Lord, please help them to understand that is the name that we must know because that's the name we're going to be judged by at this judgment, John 12, 48. Lord, we praise your name. Help us, Lord. Save us before it's too late. In Jesus' name, amen.